is Bloomberg Surveillance. So much of what's going on right now is financial engineering. It's issuing really, really low-cost debt. It's buying back shares. I think less will continue to be more. Lower coupons, better quality issues will continue to outperform the big yielders. Now we're getting worried if stocks tumble 7 or 8% year-to-date. We're just more evilly alarmed than we used to be for some reason. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio. Good morning. I'm Michael McKee. It is 7 a.m. on Wall Street, noon in the city, where London currency traders are very happy. It is time to get out from under their desks and go out to get something to eat. The pound, a falling knife this morning on Brexit concerns. Right now, the pound down more than 2%, Tom, uh, after Boris Johnson, the mayor of uh, London, Lord Mayor, I guess they call him, came out and said he would campaign for leaving the European Union. So it's going to be an interesting campaign ahead, June 23rd. Sir Michael, it's it's here. And a shout-out to Francine Lacroix, who, like, what, 90 days ago, 100 days ago, was going, Brexit, Brexit. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want that for breakfast. And, <laughs> we, you know, she was dead on. We're going to have a lot to talk. To, as if the world needed something else to worry about. Yeah. Now we've got this for uh, a couple of months. For equity investors, though, here's what you need to know. West Texas, 3081 is up 4%. Brent crude, 3432 is up 4%. Because the correlation to equity markets is strong this morning. The stock 600 up 5 points, 1.5%. The DAX up 182 points, 2% today. That is even though market economics composite PMI fell to 52.7, lowest in more than a year. European economy is still growing, but slowly. In the U.S., we're being pushed higher by oil prices. S&P E-mini futures up 22 points, 1.1%. Dow E-minis 186 points, 1.1%. And NASDAQ E-minis are up 51 points, that's 1.2%. Bond yields in the U.S. and most of Europe are higher this morning. Your 10-year, 1.78. Five-year goes for 1.27%. And we're at 78 basis points for the two-year. The German two-year, negative 53 basis points. Uh, You can probably guess that across the curve they are lower in the U.K. Gold getting hammered this morning, down 26 points, 2.1%. $26. I'm, uh, Rich corrects me. You are absolutely correct. Uh, $26, 2.1%. Speaking of hammered, bank stocks. The KBW Bank Index down 16.7% so far this year. Joining us this morning, Brad Hintz. He was for years, of course, the top bank analyst on Wall Street at uh, Sanford Bernstein. Now he has uh, retired. He is teaching at NYU. You are teaching managing financial businesses I understand, to second-year MBA students. And I would imagine that the way you manage a financial business now is a whole lot different from when you got into the business. Absolutely. You teach an awful lot more about regulation and and living within uh, regulation. And then the other thing you have to remember is that even to MBA students, the, uh, the financial crisis is ancient history. Well, it just shows how old we are. <laughs> but is it regular? I mean, the returns on banks have been terrible. Is it regulation? Is it uh, they're not making their cost of capital? Is is it because the government is weighing on them? Well, I mean, mathematically, you can you can run the numbers and say, you know, look at the change in the capital base and 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 leverage of the banks, and that that explains an awful lot of the ROE change. But an awful a, a lot of it is also the um, 
the the business models are changing. You know, fixed income. Fixed income remains the problem child, right? And fixed income was a business of taking risk. You know, you're no longer allowed to take risk. Now, whether that is because for regulatory guidance as of Europe, right, or Volcker as in the United States, we that big piece of the business is still generating very, very low returns, dragging down the returns. They're still good businesses, right? I mean, you know, if you look at the capital markets businesses, you know, M&A and equity underwriting, wonderful businesses, right? I mean, that those are still very, very profitable businesses for the banks, but the mixes are all are all wrong, and that's what's pulling their their ROEs down. Well, I know Tom wants to get in, but let me ask one more quick question, Tom, and that is. So are we seeing a reset in what the value of the businesses is, and that's why stock's going down, or is it people don't believe these businesses are good businesses? You're saying they are. Well, some of them are, um, and and so – what we uh, what we have with investors is you know remember it's been six years since since they've beaten their cost of capital right and um, and there there was a survey came out in December uh, that of of all the major institutional investors around the world it, it the this, what was surprising about this is across the group Europe Asia North America. None of the investors believed that the banks were going to be able to beat their cost of capital over the next five years. And that says that regulation hasn't changed, right? I mean, regulation changes, capital keeps going up, uh, CCAR stress become harder, uh, and the banks can't adjust their business models fast enough to the changing regulations. If you think about it, 2009, we would have expected that new regulations would come right. out, we'd have a new, we'd have a new, new level playing field. It hasn't turned out to be that way. Brad Hintz with us with uh, New York University. Futures up 21, Dow Futures up 179. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you this Monday by Invesco. Invesco believes it's time to bench the benchmarks and consider active management and factor-based strategies. Find out more at Invesco.com slash high conviction. Brad, i got like eight ways to go here. Let me start with uh, two charts that were in the Wall Street Journal. I think it was last week which is basically the bigger, too big to fail banks are bigger than they were X number of years ago, and that some of them are actually minting money. There is, however, say, and I don't mean to pick on Mr. Corbett, but Citigroup, with a 10-for-1 reverse split, is trading before the reverse split. It's $3.90 per share and basically hasn't been able to get out of its own way for seven years. Is that a going concern? Um, I had an executive at Moody's uh, in my class who said Citi is the most difficult bank to manage simply because it's everywhere around the world and it's in all these businesses. So let's give management the benefit of the doubt yes. that, they, that this is a this is a tough machine to run. They're strong in certain parts of the world. They're, they, they don't have quite the retail business in the United States. We've seen the retail business is not a bad business to be in in banking, right? That's there. You can you can make money. But in we'll, retail. Okay, then to rip up the script here, will they expense away the retail business as well in their desperation to cut costs? Well, they're cutting costs, and they're and you're seeing them target areas. You know, we're going to be bigger in Asia. That's going to be our. It's going to be one of our strengths, right? And and we're you know we're 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 going to. They don't want to back away from capital markets. So part right. of this is a is is there's a reluctance to give up on some of these yeah. businesses that are pulling down. Returns. Mike, I opened a bank account this weekend over by Columbus Circle. I had to give them a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as, as banks try to figure out what to do, are we seeing them go into different businesses? City, you're saying you know, focus on Asia. 
who's in the banking supermarket business for the long haul? Ah, uh, that that's a business model that that, that probably isn't going to uh, it, it. Well, you can look at JPM and say JPM is 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 well positioned in terms of it. But the question about the supermarket is, it, it, does it does it work? Um, the cross-selling, right? Because that's the argument. And, you know, I can, I can put myself in the position of having been a corporate treasurer, right? Cross-selling simply doesn't work. And it, it doesn't work for a very simple reason. You know, the, um, the loans are done by the corporate treasurer. M&A is done by the CFO and the CEO. So how do you cross-sell between when, when the decision makers are different players? And so the idea that I can take a retail com- checking account and turn that into a wealth management account, that's pretty tough to do, and and yet that's what the banks have, have tried over the years. You, you bring up wealth management, and I find that interesting because um, coming out of the financial crisis, UBS went whole hog into that business, and it seems like everybody is following that model. Barclays wants to be big in, in wealth management. Credit Suisse says, well, we're getting out of investment banking, and we're going to concentrate on wealth management. Are there enough wealth Wealthy people to manage their money, where all these banks can make money in that business. Uh, well, you're uh, you're you, you you're absolutely right. There's a there's a limit to all the wealthy people in the world if everybody goes after it. But to me, the the issue is many of these banks are doing me too, right? I mean, UBS can become largely an asset management firm. They had a large enough asset management business that if they shrink their 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 capital markets business, their ROEs go up and they and and it's a successful strategy. If you don't have an asset management business, saying that you're going into asset management isn't going to offset that 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 drag of a fixed income business that's pulling down your performance. So a lot of this is, you know, Morgan Stanley was able to pull off what they did because they bought City Smith Barney business. When you put them together, you ended up with a wealth management business roughly half the firm. So Morgan Stanley has reduced its reliance on the capital markets business on that. De novo builds, that's, uh, we're talking decades to build something like that. And I'm not mm-hmm. certain that the, that, that the, the, the investors are willing to, to, to take that long, long a, a, a time frame. We got lots to talk about. Brad Hintz with us on the future of your Wall Street. We'll continue this uh, discussion. I also want to talk to him about the scope and scale of big banking, a scope and scale that I think we lose touch with uh, mostly each and every day. I want to go right to the nuance of the screen this morning, which is curve flattening. Yields are higher. Equities up. Futures up 21. But the 210 spread is flattened out by a solid seven basis points this morning. This hour of surveillance is brought to you by Mazda White Plains. Visit MazdaWhitePlains.com. John Tucker has our news headlines. John? And Michael and Tom, Apple CEO Tim Cook says the U.S. government should withdraw its demand that Apple help the FBI hack a locked iPhone used by the shooter in the San Bernardino attack in an early morning email to employees and an online post. Cook is dismissing the government's claims the company's acting out of business interest. He says that Congress should form a commission to discuss the implications. Suspect in the shooting rampage in Kalamazoo, Michigan, that left six people dead, expected to be arraigned today on murder charges. Police say Jason Dalton seemed to choose his victims at random. He has no criminal record. And with Jeb Bush's departure from the presidential race on Saturday, a mighty fundraising army scattered. The question now facing the troops... Pick another side or retreat. Most Bush loyalists contacted Sunday say they were preparing to support Marco Rubio. Global News, 24 hours a day. Powered by our 2,400 journalists, more than 150 news bureaus around the world. 
I'm John Tucker. Mike and Tom. John, thanks so much. Michael McKee and Tom Keen, you need to stay with us with Brad Hintz, Bloomberg Surveillance. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by your Tri-State BMW centers. Visit them online at tristatebmw.com. At BMW, they make only one thing, the ultimate driving machine.